Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. It's official! Come on! With DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. What's going on, world? It's the pregame party miss podcast. Make sure you follow me on that Instagram underscore DJ Chase on that Twitter at DJ Chase, that Facebook DA Real DJ Chase. Lock in with me. Enjoy your listening experience. I hope you guys are really, really enjoying the podcast. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy bringing you guys really dope interviews. So, you know, have some fun. Tune in, lock in. Yeah, the pregame party miss podcast. Let's get it. My foresight deep like I got better eyes You said you was real, well that's another lie I got hella rhymes, like I better shine Leave you sick like you need some medicine Hello? Get dropped off at the Lebanon 170, your family you never find Never been a crime She get all attention,
Yeah, man, what's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase, the pregame party miss podcast on DJ Chase Radio, man. You know this, man, global. We international. We taking over the world, man. We back. 2022 is a great year so far, man. It's been a blessed year. But enough for all of that. Today, we got the one, the only Afrobeat hip-hop artist. My guy representing New York City, by the way, of Ghana. Ghana, by the way, in New York City. We got my guy Chris Black in the building. CRS BLK, what's going on? On, brother what's up man thanks for having me chase you know shout <laughs> to chase. i just met dj chase at the the showcase and uh digging in the crate studio in the bronx sure. and you know now we here so you yeah. know big shout out to the you know for, for having me up here and um yo i'm excited man i'm hyped i just dropped a new project kente radio yes sir I mean, yes sir we're gonna talk about all of that man well first and foremost i like to do this man how, how you feeling today how's everything I'm blessed, man. I was actually like gearing up for this interview. Um, uh, what Monday? I had another interview on Twitter Space. Oh, so, like, so it just looks like one after the other, and, and just trying to stay consistent with that. But it's dope to hear everyone's uh, take on a project, Kente Radio, and um, you know, it's just a good space to be in right now. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I'm just trying to stay productive in that yeah. term, in, in, in that sense, and, and and just try to reach more people, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. And let's get a little bit about about your uh, get into it about your background. So first and foremost, how did you get the name Chris Black? Like, because you spell it C R S B L K, but it's pronounced Chris Black. So how did you get that name? So well, my name, y'all, I changed my name like probably like four times. So my (laughs) first, my first rap name ever, yeah, was Static. Oh wow, so Static. Okay. Um, Um. Cause I was a big fan of Static Shock back in no. the day. So okay. I used, I used to call myself Static, and that was like my graffiti name. And then um, I think when I was in high school and I moved to Connecticut, that's how Chris Black just came. I knew it before actually before I moved. When I was in London, I was in the UK, and that's when the Chris Black started. Like yeah. you know, saying I used to tell people Chris Black, it was easy to just say. So, um, cause he'd be like, "Yo, what a black," you know, back in the Bronx when I was in London. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, just call me Black or call me Chris." You know what I mean, Chris Black. So that's how the whole name came together. But when I got to Connecticut, I was telling everybody like, "Yo, it's Chris Black." Like, that's it. That's what I was running with and writing, yeah. tagging it, and, and all of that. But how I got the C R S B L K, I used to call myself Black Chris, Yo Chris Black. Uh, uh, uh what's it called? Um, I used to call myself uh, um. There's another Monica I used to go on the C Black, mm-hmm. like S E E B L K, and then I finally got the C R S B L K. But I was just always trying to find cool ways for my name to stand out and not being compared to Chris Brown or anybody with Black at the end of their name. So, yeah, you know, got you. I'd be in certain spaces and they'd be like, uh, what's up, CRS? Uh, (laughs) yeah that's a real unique way to like spell it because at first i was listening to your music i'm like oh it's chris black because i was gonna say crs black and i'm like all right is it chris black so you know that's a really unique uh way to do it you know what i'm saying especially Mm -hmm. like to pronounce it and you from new york correct or you was like i'm from new york no i'm from the bronx new york bronx new york and how did Cause we we Bronx Bronx people, of course. How 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 did growing up in the Bronx like make you become an artist? So you say, okay, you know, the Bronx is is real. It fuses dirty, it's gritty, it's it's all of the above. It's real city. You know what I'm saying? So what made what growing up? What did growing up in the Bronx? I'm mean, excuse me. How did growing up in the Bronx uh, influence you to be an artist? 
Well, you know, it, it helps you build confidence, number one. Uh, I had to grow tough skin at a very early age because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the time, and this is the 90s, you know, people, you know, we used to just get teased a lot. I don't know why. I'm still trying to figure out, like, why? Maybe because we wasn't fresh. Like, <laughs> how, you know, how, yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. you know what I'm saying? So we wasn't fresh like that, but we was there and we mm-hmm. knew that we was African. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was telling people, like, I'm African. Like, I'm not Jamaican. I'm not. I'm African, like I knew that I was African. Yeah. Cut in my building, you walk to my floor, it smelled like whatever. That's my mom <laughs> cooking. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, I had to embrace yeah. that at an early age. I had to embrace that at an early age. And then you know, in the movies, you watch your movies like Boys in the Hood, and you watch it with your parents at this time, and you see the joke when the African booty scratcher joke came out, it yeah. was over for us. So like, you know, going to school, getting teased, and then I started watching Eddie Murphy videos. Eddie Murphy's role in the third grade. <laughs> I was yeah, watching yeah. that for like four months and it just gave me confidence. Like I started cutting dudes up. Like <laughs> really like and that, yeah, yeah. that helped me become an artist too. Cause I once I had the jokes and the confidence and then um my teacher, my fifth mm-hmm. grade teacher at the time who was a rapper too. Mm-hmm, okay. He used to battle on TRL or MTV. And yeah, I yeah. seen him do it. And I used to stay after school and, and used to listen to albums together. So it was a lot of that, you know, growing up in the Bronx was, I mean, come on, it's the motherland, you know what I'm saying? Like for sure. the motherland for hip hop. So uh, being from the Bronx and growing up in the Bronx with all the, the stuff I've seen growing up, you know, it gave me the uh, the content to, to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. knowing that I come from that, I ain't had to be fronting like, oh yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, like CB4 style, like, Everything I talk about is, is something I actually lived or went through, you know what I'm saying? So I try sure. not to fabricate or over-exaggerate things that happened in my life, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. growing in the Bronx is, is special, man, because um, you go to different states and the way you handle issues, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you know where you're really from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You're not talking to nobody, you're not going back and forth, you get to it, you know what I'm saying? So that's when you know when, that's how the impact is, like... <laughs> Really, nah, no doubt. Me. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you know what? Who, who, like, what inspired you? Because I always ask this in a sense, like, you know, there's a million things you could have been. You could have been a. You could have been a teacher. You could have been, uh, you know, a garbage man, a cable repair man, a, a scientist. So, what made yep. you want to become an artist? Like, out of anything, what made you want to become an artist? Um, you know, the expression. You know. You know, everyone wants to connect it to like the fame and everything like that. But uh, at a young age, I was very addicted to being able to express myself and seeing how what I was saying could relate to other people. You know, saying stuff that people were scared to say, you know, within their circumstances, mm-hmm. like being honest, you know what I'm saying? And that is that that right there, you, you uh, opening up about your situation, is kind of like giving somebody uh, salvation yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, I needed to hear somebody, you know, I'm going through that. I needed to hear someone, you know, talk about something like that. Mm. And I started getting into poetry. I started performing at like colleges when I was in high school and started like taking that aspect more serious. And I started incorporating it more into my music because, you know, we was always trying to follow the trends, you know, trying to get a deal. And that was like a grind. But it was mm. just like, yo, am I really impacting? the way I want to, yeah. but just showing people that I know how to do music. So I had to, you know, really like challenge myself. You know, I stopped cursing in my music. 
Mm. I got into becoming like a Christian rapper. And then now I'm just like, now I'm at a place where it's like my final form before yeah, yeah. the superstar or whatever. But mm. now I'm at a place where I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable. You know, I'm not worried about what people are thinking or what they're going to think. I'm just doing what I want to do. And it took me a while to get here. Nah, that's dope, bro. And and you know, cause like you said, you you, you take you know you know because I listen to the album like from top to bottom. You know, what I'm saying I was listening to it today. Mm. And you know, um, what made you want to say, you know, what I want to transition from hip? Because like the way you did the album is really dope. Because you really you like you're rapping on it like New York style, but over mm. African style beats. You know, what I'm saying like African. Yeah. Like, what made you want to transition to the Afro beat in a sense? So I was doing boom bap a lot. And, you know, I've made so many transitions, but I was just like, man, like, I'm not, I just don't feel like I'm challenging myself enough. Like, mm -hmm. I want to be the creator of a a new lane. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, he's doing this, putting the boom bap with the, I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes music more exciting. When someone drops music, you're like, oh, I can't, I'm eager to hear what this fusion may be or what this project may be. No yeah. one knows what I got in store. You know what I'm saying? And even yeah. my newest shit is about to, my newest shit is um, I haven't even made it yet, but I know because I'm a creator that the new shit I'm about to make is gonna be way, way more fire. So this is setting the tone. But um, I realized that um, you know, be being African and and not really expressing it that much. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like I could have went harder with telling or letting people know that I was an African, and I I did that by getting into Afrobeat. You know, you could say a cool bar. And be like, oh yeah, you know, I eat with my hands, call it fufu, never da 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 da. I call that fubu. Like you could have, I could have did all of that. <laughs> but it's, it means yeah. a lot more when you could go back home, record there, document it, and then put something with substance out and really be mm -hmm. like, yo, I made that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So for me, it's more spiritual than anything. And then for me, for my personal game, my personal self, I, I get. Um, it's empowering you know yeah. i get power from it you know like when superman gotta go to the sun to regenerate i gotta go to africa mm. to regenerate to get my power back so i was in my power bag mm. like getting like regenerating i was in the <laughs> dragon ball z chamber you feel me when goku's yeah. in there he putting up no gravity like really inside locking in uh for hours 12 hours 14 hours straight you know what i'm saying not moving yeah. not eating making sure the sound is right so you know that's it's you know a lot of the discipline you know within that two to three weeks where i was creating mm. is, is there you know what i'm saying but what really made me make that transition is i just want to be unique I, in everything that i do and all my efforts is to be unique and my culture is unique but it's even more unique when i put it on display and there's yeah. things that you didn't know about me because of my culture, things that I've learned to grow as a child. Now, you know, as a man now, I can express it and it will still have an impact. So that's just been my thing is just using my culture to impact, number one, how people perceive me and then the music. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah for know, sure, I, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> now nah, and then you know we got the new album that's why we hear the new album dropped february 11 11 tracks radio can't tell radio 89.5 fm 
Now, look, I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question because I was. I'm a big. I used to be a real big reggae DJ in my college days. Uh-huh. So I went uh-huh. to Oswego. So I used to. I used to do sound clashes and all of that. Right. Uh-huh. Now, it's really unique about the. What was unique about your album title is like because I know, and especially in Jamaican culture and African culture, a lot of mm-hmm. like it's pirate radio is like the that, that's how y'all get. That's the. You know what I'm saying? The backbone of the yeah. music scene. What, what did, yeah. how, that, did, did that part of it inspire the title? Because at first, when you first announced it, I'm like, is mm-hmm. he talking about a radio state? Like, does he host a radio station? And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I get it now. Like, you got that <laughs> the, the pirate radio station joint. You know what I'm saying? So, did that influence so, the title? So, what happened, and it's funny because somebody DM me today was trying to put some of the artists on, like, yo, uh, I'm trying to get my artists on your, your platform. And I'm like, what you talking about? Like, yeah. like this is, my, this is my album, bro. Like, go listen to my album. The radio station might come next year. But seriously yeah. speaking, the project was called Kente. It wasn't even called Kente Radio. Mm. And I remade this project like two, three times mm. in, like, in like two, three years. Okay. So, I just kept re- recreating it because it wasn't it. Like 2018, 2019, I think I was like, yo, this is going to be it. It was like, it wasn't it. Mm. And then when I went to Ghana, mm-hmm. started creating what the sound was going to be like what you hear now. So like me creating like this futuristic Afrobeat hip hop, yeah. like I'm heavily influenced by the 2000s. That course. was kind of like the aim yeah. that I was trying to go with the, you know, the dark style type beats, the the uh the hit makers you know mm, it's real jazzy too you had. can tell a lot there's a lot of jazzy samples yes. on it yeah but i'm gonna tell you something man that's just we just starting like because yeah. there's so many layers to the sound mm. where i want to incorporate even gospel mm. you know what i'm saying with the afrobeat sound and you know and and some jazz like you know i'll be i'm nice with the when it comes to production but yeah for me i can't produce for everybody i just know what i what i would sound fly like but yeah. um i think that uh and I'm excited, you know, for other people to hear what, what else I got. Like, I got some stuff sitting, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just in the stash. But once, yeah. once, you know, everyone gets familiar with this, this, this Kente radio joint, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, just getting the cat out the bag, man, and just... Like y'all got mad at these, start hitting. Like, you know what I mean, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then let me ask you the question. So you really recorded the album in two weeks? Like you really sat there because it sounds real polished and real, you know, like mixed. It sounds really mixed. You know what I'm saying? Did you mm. really make it in two weeks? So what I did was there was one song that I've already recorded that was there already, mm-hmm. and I brought two songs from America. Kente Drip and Permanent Fill was already mixed. Um, on my you know what's head, crazy? So. Those are actually my favorite uh-huh. two songs on the project. <laughs> oh, word? <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk about those. Yeah, yeah, those are my favorite two songs. Yeah. That's in my I notes. I got those songs. I'm That's looking right at my notes. I got, yeah. I, I got them two songs off of YouTube. Oh, okay. But I paid. I bought, I, like, I bought them. But I, you know, it's funny because I don't like YouTube beef. Yeah. But when I first heard Permanent Fail, it was like, this is, I was trying to get in contact with the producer. And he does everything via email, but I want to talk to him, like let him know, like, bro, we can make some joints together. Yeah. But we never got across like contacting each other. So yeah. what I did was I just took that, bought that beat, and then Kente Drip. I know the producer, he's African, but once again, communication and blur lines, I just paid for it and then kept it moving like that. Gotcha. So when it blow up, I don't want to hear nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <When> it, <laughs> you feel me? I feel you but, on um, that word. 
I was uh I was uh the question you asked me was recording in two weeks. I brought I brought the songs mm. like three songs and everything else was created. So the very first song that I made was Precocet. Mm. The last song, one of the last songs on the project, Precocet. I did that. That was the first beat. I brought my producer out from New York, me in Africa, and I'm telling them what to play. And they looking at me like, what chord is that? And I'm like, nah, it's supposed to sound like this. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm telling them the beat, and they're just like, all right, they figuring it out. And we just got, we just got to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The next beat was, the next beat was Dream Galaxy. Yeah, that was yeah. the second day. From Dream Galaxy, we just kept going. I had chopped something in Cheetah from two years before. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I had all of these Easter eggs just waiting. I was like, Yo, I'm saving this for the right time. Sometimes it's good to sit on your songs for the right time. When you put them out prematurely, like I did with Doya Wu, you know what I'm saying? It's like it kind of loses its uh, impact. But nobody know me, you know what I'm saying, right now. Like, I'm still... Yeah. You're still unknown. rolling. Yeah, I'm yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly but that's got to flood so the market. Like... So sometimes even with me, not to cut you off, it's like, it's nothing really wrong with flooding the market, especially when you're new, like, because you want to give mm. people so many, it's like going to the sneaker store, like, you ain't going to go to the store, you ain't going to buy nothing that got one mm. pair of sneakers, you know what I'm saying? You want a variety, right. and music worked the same way, you know? And, you know, you actually went to Ghana and recorded the album, which is fire, man. How, first of all, how's the studios out there? Like, the stu- they, like, like I said, the songs sound really polished, so how's the studios over there in Ghana? I'm gonna keep it real. The studio compared to here, like I didn't pay for the studio time. This is based off a relationship that I mm. have over there, and um, you know, this is all faith. This is all faith right here. People mm. just believing, you know what I'm saying, and and me doing what I'm doing, and it's just like I don't want to just stop here at just doing the interview. Like I really believe that this could run against a lot of the projects that's out right now. You know mm. what I mean? But not for myself, for the people that sacrifice time the, the people that own the property where we recorded at the people that were engineering and mixing like i want to i want to prove it to them because they just gave me their faith they just gave me their belief yeah, yeah you know what i'm sure. saying i didn't have to pay even mm-hmm. when i wanted to it was like nah man like just make this work <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's crazy that's yeah. the only way you, you know what i mean so like that's why you know i try to always stay grounded as much as i want to be in the air like i want to be humble Mm. Also, confidently let niggas know, like, yo, just I, I do it, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can, however, niggas is thinking or whatever, I don't care. Like, this is this is that shit right here. You know what I'm saying? And everything yeah. I'm doing is is to um is to act on that. But recording in the studio in in Ghana, it wasn't really so much the atmosphere. It was the the work that they put into listening and mm. fine tuning. Because to keep it real, it wasn't like a state of the art studio you know what yeah. I'm saying somebody look at like you recorded in here I'm like yeah because that's what it made me feel comfortable you know what I'm saying I'm, nah, I'm, it's the I'm energy a, it, it don't matter it, like you, I'm you like I said all, all these plaques and the stuff you see in here I've made these right all, all these records I made in my house like you know what mm. I'm saying I, I made I made eight million something seven nine million streams or something like that some crazy mm. number. That's Indep- what I independent need, right? in my house, yeah, like in my I house, need, like <laughs> yeah. I need I need some plaques on this wall, bro. Yeah, like, man. That's that's more, right trust now, me. It's, <laughs> yeah, like you got you know what it is you got to like I said, it's really the work. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the yeah. work in. Like everybody always asks me, and not to get off topic, but everybody always asks me, like like you got rappers now that want me to mix the record, produce the record, and damn near rap for them. 
that's how lazy they are. Like, it's not about that. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm like, what you want me to rap for you? Like, it's weird. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? It's, that's it's crazy. Bro, I'm telling you, I've, I've dealt with some crazy cat. Like, like, I've been doing this since 2005, bro. And I like, mm. like the way people have become so entitled these days is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people are super duper entitled. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like an artist like you, I respect it because you came to me respectfully. You know what I'm saying? You did the drop. Mm-hmm. You ain't have no problem doing promo and and posting mm-hmm. it. And you know what I'm saying? It was never no funny style shit. It was just like, yo, Chase, can I get in your pot? You came very respectful. You know what I'm saying? You don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists they be hitting me up. I'm like, bro, like. You gotta like I'm not just gonna promote you for free. Like that it doesn't work like that. Yeah, Even, and it's not yeah. necessarily free about money. Sometimes it's just like a post. Like help me out too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, like I don't I don't get that. That's one thing about me, bro. Yeah. I'm not I'm very sensible when it comes to bartering. Bro, you giving me a platform, bro. I was blasting it on the um on my story. I was posting <laughs> on my part, posting on sure, Facebook, posting on Twitter. And you, and you had me looking good because you were shooting at 24 frames with the 4K. <laughs> exactly, Hello. exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not, why not? Come on. And, and cats yeah. are so corny because they trying to follow an aesthetic or they following another artist and this artist ain't posting that. No, I'm putting on. Whoever putting on for me, I'm putting on. Yeah, these yeah. niggas is weird, bro. It doesn't... It, 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 come on, we here now for that reason. Like, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And everyone's time is valuable. So I feel like, you know, yeah, I, I get it. You know, everyone has a, a way they want to, you know, Put their stuff out and post but you know right now it's like yo if you're not doing you're dying for sure for sure and <laughs> i know this when you're dying yeah and another question i have for you too i know i got a few a few more questions because i really want to get it into the album you know what i'm man, saying i got like, i got, I got man, i'm here for you I'm okay copy, copy, copy. yeah i, I want to <laughs> give a nice nice interview um yeah. what you got a lot of afrobeat features i noticed you had a lot of features uh-huh. on the album like was that was like the, was that on a love too or did they like was like oh i'm gonna charge you or how did that work because i know they're real cultural base over there Yo. too all right so the dream galaxy yeah the dream galaxy feature dude wasn't even supposed to be my man shout out to west star he was not supposed to be on a project he was actually in the studio this is my last session and i'm like yo i gotta wrap this project up dream galaxy was the only song that wasn't done and mm-hmm. I needed to get it done. And he was just seeing me off, like this is the homie. So I said, what's up, baby? <laughs> I'm coming, I'm coming on the interview, okay? Hey, mama, go to grandma. I'm, say ah, say ah, ah. What's in your mouth? My bad. No, so, you good. <laughs> I'm, I'm over Family here first. like, you facts. I'm over here like, you know, we sitting here is like, probably like 10 dudes, a small studio, like 10 dudes in there. Cause they yeah. all want to see me off. And I'm like, Yo, what's um? Yo, what's up? You wanna hop on this record? And he's just like, yeah. What you want me to say? And I gave him the hook, and he going in and he freestyled like he just killed it, bro. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Mind you, we, you know, this is my man's based off just uh, interaction. He came to my listening party because I had a mm-hmm. Kente Radio listening party two years before. Oh, okay, like, wow. The, you feel me? The first yeah. that's how I met him. But the, that project was more hip hoppy. Yeah, yeah. So we just been tight, you know. Instagram pandemic hit, locked in. I say, yo, I'm coming back out there, and we really was just on some like, just vibing, like like friends. But he came to the studio, he killed it, mm. and he didn't. It wasn't no cause, no nothing. He was just like, yo, now I get to see you off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see you have a safe trip, boom. 
and I'm sitting on this record, you know, because this was back in May, and I'm sitting there like, you know, this record gonna ring off when it drops. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then I have my man's mix and master it. Um, the 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 radio skits. Yeah, that was the creative director for when I came down. I had him shoot my videos. I just had him. He was supposed to help me with photography, but we didn't have enough time to do all of that. But he was mm. just around me, just helping me like make my moves. I had a rental car, and he was just just with me, you know, just helping me shoot my videos, helping me make it to the studio, uh, run my errands when I was in the studio, and making stuff happen for me. So uh, he's a dude who was like Kweku Nyante, the radio uh, interviewer. Yeah, Kweku Nyante is me. That's my African name. Like, got you. So there's a whole bunch of Easter eggs. It was yeah. basically me interviewing myself oh like, okay i had somebody i had somebody really from africa yeah and like really from out you know what i'm saying and he did such an amazing job he did everything one take that, that's how he talk in real life yeah, that's crazy so that's it, was, what's up. it was so funny yeah it's so funny because if you listen to the skits i'm i'm laughing hysterically and they had to put a, a filter to tune me out <laughs> nah this the, skits, is the skits is fire because like i said it's really it fit because like I said I know how uh, you know the pirate radio that's where I started from so I understand like the radio station and just really like because actually there's a DJ over there that he used to send me drops all the time his name was DJ Scientific and he always mm. would show me mad love in Ghana and all this because the name of my company is Worldwide Sounds. So I used to like oh, network awesome. with a lot of uh, uh, artists over there in Africa. I used to do a lot of reggae and Afrobeat early before but got but got mm. popular. You know, you know, that's and awesome. I wanted to ask you too, like, you mm. know, my favorite song, Kente Drip and Permanent Feel. I like, I especially like Permanent Feel with the sample in the beginning of it. Um, do you, mm-hmm. Did you so you produce for yourself or you use other producers as well? I produce with producers. Um, that can play instruments better than me. So gotcha. my whole thing is with the beats, I make beats. I make beats myself. Like I make beats mm. for myself. Um, I, 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 I sample a little bit, but I try to stay away from sampling. The only reason why it take me forever to make beats is because I be learning the chords. Like yeah. I would Google and then I would just keep playing until I, I hear something that I like. Mm. And that, that just, you know, playing chords and trying to make a rhythm for me Mm-hmm. It could take like an hour just doing chords. I'm nice with drums. I'm nice with adding layers. Because once you know the chord and you know what key going off, you could just copy and paste, move this around, do that. But I like to play chords myself because I'm big on to yeah. uh, understanding the sound. So uh, I work with this this project. I had flew out a producer, a young producer from Buffalo, New mm-hmm. York. And I had a producer in Ghana already. Mm-hmm. So what I did was the one that I flew out, he plays, he's really good with playing piano. And I would just give him the sounds like, yo, play this. All right, can you change it to this instrument? All right, how about a synth? And then that's how we go through the sound. Mm-hmm. And then I got the the African producer, the the, 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 the one that's based in Ghana. He yeah. does my drum loops. He does the sound engineering and everything else. So that's what's up. You know, you know what I mean? So that, that that's basically what I do. But I usually just work with instrumentalists Mm. And I give them the sound, like play this sound. And I'm trying to get more into music theory while I understand the chords. Yeah. Like I know what keys is being played so, and stuff like that. So, so I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a producer nutcase. So what like mm-hmm. what do you use to produce? You use Fruity Loops or I use Fruity Loops, I use yeah. Logic, I use Ableton, I okay. use um Cubase sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah. 
Nah, because I use machine. That's what I use. So oh, I use yeah, machine. I machine. I use I love Yo, machine. That would help you with the cause. Like you, you would be really all these plaques and that's all machine. All everything in machine. Yo, native instrument. It got, got unlocked, yeah. bro. That platform, like, bro, the complete um hard drive with the sounds and all of that. Yeah. Yo, man. One of the best best pieces of equipment to ever come out. Uh, for producers in the past ten years. Yep. Past yep. twelve. I got. I'm actually years, working bro. on buying it now. It's because it, my computer's not hard, like I don't have enough memory for it. But I'm working on getting that in Omnisphere. I got to get an Omnisphere mm. next. That's what I want to get Omnisphere. Man. Yeah. All man. of that. Yeah, all yeah. of that stuff that uh, Native Instruments provide me with the plugins, bro. Like yep, I have fire. the best production. I wish I had a complete. Yeah. Um. Uh. The hard drive uh, is it complete or contact? It's no, it's complete contact. You're saying it right. It's complete contact. There we go. Yeah, it's complete contact. Yo, bro, them sounds. It's so many sounds. My, my my this guy I work with. He said it's so many sounds. He can't even use them all. It's so many on there. That's the one I love. Yeah, he said so many. Like that, yeah. Now I was man. I remember using. I forgot whose computer I was using. This is 2013. I'm producing and I'm going crazy on Pro Tools. Yeah, but I man. was just producing with that, and I wasn't. I just, I don't know where them beats is at right now, but man, those beats could have made me some chicken, bro. I was in my bag <laughs> and I was on a complete contact wave. Back. Yeah, man. Man. And For I'm sure. looking, I'm looking to tap into with, with more producers. Anybody watching this, man, I'm always open to collaborate on any, uh, you know, production mm-hmm. credit. Like, let's make me, I like. Listen, I'm, music I'm music. here, man. Like, you know me, I produce. So I'm like, listen, if you want to come by, yeah, we gotta by put studio, I'm in the Bronx. Feet. Yo, yeah. we gotta do an average. If you if you teach me if you teach like, if you teach me teach me how to like the chords and the drum patterns, I could I could I could take it from I'm a Pro Tools guy. So if you teach oh, me the drum yeah. patterns, I could do that. Oh, That's I'm what Pro I do. Certified. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, and the two tracks oh, I'm that I'm copy, copy, and, and Kente Drip and Permanent Feel. Are you shooting any videos to those yet? Or you know? Yes, I am. Um uh so little kitty. Little mm-hmm. Kitty was um, a feature on that project, and I had another verse, but I took that verse off because, you know, I know that that people got short attention spans, and sometimes saying too much could take away from their overall impact. So I'm gonna use that verse to spit probably in a video gotcha. that that we shoot. But um, yeah, we shooting a video for that. I shot a video for Permanent Phil, mm-hmm. but my man wanted me to shoot a, another one, like a more in depth, like short film type of movie. Mm. Um, I can see that. Oh yeah, because it got the because you know it got saying? the sample because it has a sample in the beginning. That's why the sample really yeah, and it's like really real yeah. Brazilian vibe ish. Mm. Like yeah, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? I'm shooting a video for uh, Dream Galaxy. I'm shooting a video for Adoya Wu. Mm. I already shot one for Prekaset. And between Fianga Girls and Cheetahs, like I gotta make some money first. But I would love to shoot a video. And like for Cheetah, do like the boy is mine. Mm, okay. With a Brandy, like that same style that they shot it. Yeah. Like with the snuff camera, the eight millimeter camera type joint. Yeah. Yes. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I would do that with. Oh, so you know cameras too? Because somewhere I didn't know that was eight millimeter. Yeah, it's called like eight millimeter. That was, that's, that like was the a stuff, very. Yeah. That was a very deadly <laughs> accurate like yeah yeah i be knowing i be listen i know a little something something man i'll I be in my i, I didn't be in know my the eight millimeter yeah because it's, 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 it's the like the lighting like the real snuff film lighting that's why yeah it's the lighting joint yeah the eight millimeter so i know who's directing my, my next video now so uh <laughs> <laughs> but but no yo um yeah, yeah yo I, I really even with younger girl i got like this 90s flash art 
type mm. of idea with that joint, you know, where I'm walking on a treadmill, but it's a big light projector behind me, and you just see like a black image in a walking motion, and I'm just being flopped. Oh no, instant. She put three cracks in my window, like just, I see myself. Like sometimes I'll be playing with the light, like I would do shadows and mm. just look at the image and see like, you'll sometimes be power, just looking at a black image with the light and not really seeing too many features or details. Mm. And then you put music behind that, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes like that'd be a vibe, like, like yo, I wish I could shoot a video like this, you know what I'm for saying? Sure, but, um, for sure, I, you know, I just always play around with stuff like that. Yeah, man, and, and, and before we get out of here, cause we can do this all day, Who who's your favorite Afrobeat artist right now besides yourself? You rock with Keddy, you besides rock with myself. Coffee, you rock oh. with WizKid. Burner boy, Man, who I, you bumping? I'm very, very huge fans of all of them, of everybody, anybody African. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like predominantly, obviously, it's gonna be people like, you know, I'm gonna start off with saying Daddy Lumba, Coke, Kojo Entry. These are people from like the '90s when I used to go to the parties mm. and I used to listen to their music. You know, what I'm saying VIP boys. You know, what I'm saying like, uh, I, I know I said Daddy Lumba. Um, but now, you know what I'm saying, uh, the Nigerians have taken over greatly. Mm. And we have some Ghanaian artists like Bisaki Death. I really listen to the way he does rhythms and I try to incorporate it in my songs like Prekeset. Um, We got uh, Kitty, uh, Kwame Eugene, Kwesi Arthur. We got Medi-Cal. Mm. We got uh, 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 Minifel. We got so many artists. They just not hopping like Wizkid, Burner yeah. Boy, and, um, and uh, uh, DeVito, you know what I'm saying? And those are my favorite. I listen to all their music, you know what I'm saying? Naira Marley, yeah. like all of them. So for me to have a very thick hip hop palette and then an Afrobeat palette, it's like, yo, it just makes sense to put the two together and, and just see what, what it do. I mean, yeah, not, no doubt. Know? For sure, for sure. And I, and, and the lastly, uh, one of the things too is, you know, I, I noticed that some of the song names are like an icon or some of the like the name, the language. I know, like, what language oh, is the boy, name? Yeah, I, I like, I like, I like what you're doing. <laughs> you, you, now, you, now you're taking it. Listen. You're taking it more to a cult. You're making it personal now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like that. I like that a lot. So, I, that's yes. what I do. That's what I do. Yes. So Prekaset was written in the Akan language, yeah. and I try to write it in English. But you see them E's? Mm. That's threes? Yeah. Those threes, and, you know, those are pronounced a certain way. So, so yes, they're written in Akan language, the native uh, Akan language. Fianga Girls. Mm. Fianga Girls is also like a, a slang. It's mm. like, um, oh man, it's it's a soundbite. It's not so much a language. It's more like a soundbite. So it's not a way that you could classify what that means. It's just something that people say. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, so, yeah. you know, so and I try to write it out, like how I would want y'all to pronounce it. Yeah. And then we did, uh, what's that? Adoya Wu. Mm. Adoya Wu was the other one, which was written, which is my love to death. And and yeah, man, I'm 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 shocked that you even said a con because you know a lot of <laughs> a lot of cats don't really be in tune. And nah, I read, bro. I'm a listen. I'm a that's, reader, bro. I'm a, I'm a super. Bro. I'm a nerd, bro. So I gotta know you got, everything. You got points. You got points off the board. Oh, nah, I appreciate board, it. I appreciate like that. It. Thank for you, sure. Thank for you for doing sure. the research and and actually caring. Because um yeah, you know a con. You know same up. So I'm gonna just go into debt a little more because since you said the magic word, right? My 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 dad is a, a gun and um my mom is the shanti. Mm. So I'm from two different tribes. Okay. But um. The Akan language is uh, is based 
and it comes from the Ashanti region and the Ashanti tribe. Yeah. So like that's like the native tongue. Like that's the first like the English, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then you got the broken English, which is a slang, like Fianga. Fianga is like a, a, a slang, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, no so doubt. Yeah, man, you know? You got yeah, that. man. Kente Radio. <laughs> Kente Radio. <laughs> All right, man. And then lastly, my last, last question is, before you do the end, the, the, the outro, you know, are you going to stay independent? I know you say, you, you know, before you like tried to go get deals and stuff like that, do you want to stay independent mm-hmm. or you want to get a deal? I want to do whatever's best for my family. Yeah. Um, staying independent. If you're not killing it with the NFTs, mm. and if you don't have like a strong community of supporters, people that actually like, yo, I was a diehard fan for like ten years. Like, you know, you throw, you put a shirt out, I'm buying. You throw a, whatever, I'm buying it. You gotta create solely for them. So if yeah. you're not, you don't have a community to create for or you know you're trying to get an nft then yes i would sign my name on the dotted line if it if the terms if we could come to you know terms and it makes sense for both parties you know i wouldn't write it like sign away my masters or anything like that and that's the only freedom you get with being a an independent artist mm-hmm. it's just the the money now you know if i had a bag yes i would be independent all day but sometimes you need the label to help leverage so you could do the things you want to do if you had your own bag. So that's just the thing. The label's got the money independent. You gotta uh, utilize your credit and, you know, try to do the loan thing. And, you know, that's a debt that I'm willing to do, but realistically speaking, is that enough? And how do you um, articulate your finances when you don't know what you need to spend on? You know, mm. like how to build a budget around, yeah, of uh, 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 you know, what I'm saying a film production, you know, mm-hmm. saying for songs and yeah. yeah. So I would have to definitely have a consultant. I have to talk with different um, creative firms that offer packages and rates and see how all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I would, I would rather do independent. But in this very right now, this project coming out, and somebody was like, "Yo, I give you a bag and this contract." <laughs> and if, if yeah. everything, if I read the contract. And that bag is not like in a, a 360 advance where they just, you know what I mean? If I ain't got to pay it back and you just get the, the numbers right in the publishing or whatever, whatever, whatever. We get all of that squared away. I'm signing. I'm signing up. I'm for sure. For deal. sure. I respect well, it, man. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times, especially me, because I own my own label, too. And I tell a lot of times, like, see me, I'm a DJ. So it's different. Like, it's different me because yeah. I can make my own. Pla- see, being an artist. It's certain things that you can't do you know what i'm saying it's like like me i could be i could do certain things that a rapper can't do so you know mm-hmm. i tell a lot of artists a lot of time you have to invest in yourself like you have to read like the, the skipping steps and not reading books and, and, and there's so many books on publishing and so many things Nasty like that work. yeah you mm-hmm. gotta really like learn it you know what i'm saying and, and you know even doing deals like 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 say like for instance like with you like an artist like you i think like a distribution deal will actually work best for you like you know what i'm saying just mm-hmm. like they just they just like buy, buy the songs from you and and distribute it that's that would be a really good deal for you somebody like you you know what i'm saying absolutely that would be a really dope deal but man like i said thank you thank you man you got any shows coming up before we get out of here yeah i got uh i'm performing i'm doing this halftime show for this uh it's this basketball team called connecticut Cro- uh, cobras mm. out in connecticut stanford and um or is this there somewhere somewhere in connecticut I'm gonna be doing the halftime shows there. So Dope. I got that. I'm just waiting for the season to start. Um, what else I got going on? Oh, March 3rd. 
I have uh, the album listening party. Well, I'm actually performing live. I'm performing Kente Radio live. So we're doing that at the Fiddler's Place, March mm. 3rd. Uh, we were we working with a jazz band. Mm, so nice. I'm going to be performing. Yeah, it's going to be real lit. So March 3rd at 7 o'clock. And then I have, um, I think I might be doing an Afrobeat and Chill event in Connecticut. My daughter's, she got a gun to my back. She want to she wanna say hi. <laughs> How you doing? This is good. <laughs> Hi, little mama. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> you, good, you, good. Mm-hmm. you good, you good, you good, man. Like- Family first always, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. So give your social media, man. We done anyway, man. Give your social media, plug Yo, everything, the album, so everything. Quick, y'all, I bet. C-R-S-B-L-K underscore. Let's get and it. And that's S. Yeah, I want to stay everywhere. Uh, Twitter, CRSBLK. Um, Facebook, well, nah, no Facebooks, but Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then you can also check out my NFT on Rarible if you do, if you're into the NFT space. Uh, what else I got? I got the merch, the hats. Hold on, I got to take this one. You good? Yeah. <laughs> I need a hat, bro. I need one of them hats. Yeah, I got you. I got you with the hat. In I wear. You see, I wear. I, that's all I wear is hats. Yeah, I need a hat. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I got. I definitely got you with that. Um, and what else? You can catch C R S B L K underscore on Instagram, so you can find out where I get these hats. I'm about to make print up a whole bunch of new hats. But um, yo, and also take my email C R S B L K zero zero at Gmail. Anybody that's open to giving any type of marketing strategies uh any information or advice um i'm open to man because you know five heads are better than one you know what i'm saying exactly. but so much that i could come up with on my own so i'm gonna give a big shout out to dj chase for allowing me Ooh. on this platform and, and 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 putting the spotlight on kente radio i'm excited you know i can't <laughs> wait for us to work and build because this is so man i've been first. so busy bro but you i'm trying I'm to get back on it yeah i'm actually working on my own album too so i'm actually working on a rap on album now. yeah so i'm working on the album yeah yeah it's, it's yeah, almost I'm done almost done yeah almost done almost get done it. yeah man yeah, it's dj chase it. man don't don't sign off yet yeah man it's dj okay. chase the pregame party miss podcast on uh, DJ Chase Radio. As a matter of fact, it's funny. Rose is calling me now. DJ Chase Radio. Uh, you already know, man, know what it is, man. It's DJ Chase. Follow me on Instagram, underscore DJ Chase. Uh, Twitter, at DJ Chase. And Facebook, DA Real DJ Chase. Shout out to my guy, Chris Black, for, for calling in, for, for signing in. We're rocking out me for this dope interview, man. We can do this all day, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix. Let's go. Yeah. Little vibes. Let's <laughs> go. Chris Black, DJ Chase. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's the one only DJ Chase, man. You know this, man. You're now locked in. DJ Chase Radio, the new, new audio home for the creative, man. Keep a lot stream 24-7. Let's go. We are lit. 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 Keep it lit. You are now listening to DJ Chase Radio. Turn your radio up. The home of the creative. Tune in 24-7. Glory. Uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, that's a permanent feel yeah. I don't get stressed, I just get the blessing I get the bag in the mouth, 
I don't trust these clowns. No stains in my shirt, big things in the works. Filled with the Holy Ghost, that's a permanent feel. I don't get stressed, I just get the blessings. I get the bag in the mouth, I don't trust these clowns. No stains in my shirt, big things in the works. Tell security, chill. I'm a prominent deal. My old flex tryna hit still like damn. I gotta get out of this field. Independent, I got a little deal up. Been nice since Mary did real up. I ain't even old, I'm real young. I just wanna get familiar. Black on black, the familiar. I don't like Gazillia. She don't know me, she don't know me. I just thought that it rhymed. Broke, but I'm living it up. Bills paid by the end of the month. I got some hitters with some chicken. If I need it, then they giving it up. Like gospel singers, money coming in like Mama Mia. Filled with the Holy Ghost, that's a permanent feel. Facts. I don't get stressed, I just get the blessings. I get the bag in the mouth, I don't trust these clowns. No stains in my shirt, big things in the works. Filled with the Holy Ghost, that's a permanent feel. I don't get stressed, I just get the blessings. I get the bag in the mouth, I don't trust these clowns. No stains in my shirt. Big things in the works. Uh, Top billing, low bowling, who's next? Uh -huh. You the least funny in your group text. Uh -huh. Cops playing Russian roulette. Ask for ID, now they busting two texts in another dude's neck. Uh -huh. Nothing new, yes. Uh -huh. Trump could do less. Uh -huh. Let them fools rest uh -huh. till judgment day. That's when they all sweat. Sweat. Mm -hmm. Death. This that water flow. Front page article. Media particle. I'm recording historic audibles. Trying to make all the moves. Trying to be on the news. Trying to be on the view She said, Chris Black, I'm on to you Filled with the Holy Ghost That's a permanent feel I don't get stressed I just get the blessings I get the bag in the mouth I don't trust these clowns No stains in my shirt Big things in the works